Hello and welcome to the Peepus Room. It's Charlie. Hey, it's Chris. We're back in the Peepus Room. It's almost like we never left. Yeah, I mean, I live here. I live in the Peepus Room. Same. Uh, but we put up a shower curtain to divide the room in half. And not in thirds. Because this week, our friend Joey cannot be with us. He's no longer with us today. He will be back next week. Allegedly. Allegedly. Another secret mission came up. I'm not saying he had to go to England for something, but let's just say he was a dear personal friend of Her Majesty the Queen. Yes, and speaking of Her Majesty the Queen, uh, that leads us into our uh, guest this week. It was the number one topic on the week. We had to get a guest on to talk about it. I, I hear him calling in. Do you... Chris, can All you right. answer that? Yeah, let me answer it. All right. <laughs> oh, it's Billy. Yeah, well, I'm back. And I uh, just wanted to say we're back to talk about the Queen of England, uh, the uh, main oppressor of Australia. And um, that's all I wanted to talk about. Just a quick little bit about uh, uh, this this uh, devil woman who is uh, gone now. Billy, I don't think that all of our listeners are going to agree with that. Would you care to elaborate? Well, um, I don't care to elaborate, actually. I just wanted to fucking say that. And uh, I don't like this podcast anymore. I've told Chris I was uh, bullied and uh, I'm not going to participate. So goodbye. What the fuck was that, Chris? I thought you said Billy was coming on for the whole episode. I, I don't know. He... I, I texted him about it and he seemed like he was on board, but uh, he just, I guess he just pulled a fast one on us because of all the, uh, uh, the, the death threats he's received. Yeah. The last time he was on was not well received. No, it's our, we had a lot of uh, listener drop off after that episode. <laughs> but good news for all the peepers inside the peepus room. We have a real guest this week. Hailing from Los Angeles, California, I've met him twice, maybe three times, interacted on Instagram once, uh, and he was part of the special spring break trip that me and Chris and Joe shared together. So hopefully this won't be his last time on the podcast. Please don't bully him as well. Uh, Chris, if you want to continue the introduction, you know him much better. We've got the one and only Cole, Cole World, Cole Daddy, Cole Billups. That's not his real last names, but his name is Cole. Go ahead, introduce yourself, buddy. What's up, peepers and peepuses? Glad to be a part of this. Yeah, welcome to the peepus room. How does it look to you, this peepus room? It's so, fucking disgusting. It's, yeah. this is, I don't know how you guys deal with this. This is absurd. Honestly, every week when I finish my beer Oof. of the week, I just throw the can in the corner and it's been. Yeah, I can see. Life. I can see that. It's fucking terrible. This week, and in addition to Cole joining us, we've got the Hop Prism Blue India Pale Ale from Noon Whistle, brewed right here in the Chicago suburbs uh, in Lombard and Naperville. Fun fact I used to be a health inspector in those places. Yeah, so you got to get that beer back and it gives you a taste of old times. 
Yes, it does. The most miserable times. Uh, but enough about me. Cole, what would you like the peepers to know about you before we get started here? Yeah, give us a little intro. What about me? Um, well, I uh, I participated um, as an Olympic athlete in Ooh. 2020. Um, I was on the uh, ski team. Uh, I wrecked into a few people and... Now I do podcasts and, and yeah. kind of try to inspire and tell people about my experience and and how to move on from from fatal moments and 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 you know just kind of embarrassing spots in life and, yeah. and how to rebound never never look back so to speak. Yeah, Sounds like want, a natural you're, trajectory. You're wanted for murder. Well, I mean, but yeah, it doesn't matter there. I'm I'm in America, so yeah, you're safe here. You get you have asylum yeah. here. America protects their athletes. Yeah. Yeah. Except except unless they're, unless they're for, Russia. Yeah. That's the thing. You got to get out. That's what I learned. That's, that's kind of, that's about 90% of my speech is just get out. Don't go back. Yeah. Didn't Ferris Bueller do that in England? <laughs> yeah. Didn't he run? I'm pretty sure he got, uh, he ran over <laughs> someone with a car. Yeah. You're not talking about the fictional character. You're talking about Matthew Roger. No, we touched enough on the fictional character. Last yeah. week, um, Matthew Broderick, yeah. I think, did that with he, ale- he allegedly ran someone over. He's not allowed back, I don't think. No, I, I actually, highly doubt he is. He's that's a good, I, I think I'm going to reach out to him. We might be um, a good team speaking on this topic. I didn't realize that, uh, you know, my, my job had already been taken. <laughs> that's okay. Um, so Chris, you guys met in college. Tell me. Maybe a little bit about that. Was it friendship at first sight? Yeah, honestly, it kind of was. We uh, pledged a fraternity together. Oh, so sick. Um, it was a nice little small class, and uh, there was like seven of us, eight of us. And Chris, nine, uh, Cole, of us. Cole when know. you first laid eyes on Chris, did you know it was a human, or did you think you were dealing with the Big bad from the animated show He-Man Skeletal. <laughs> I don't know. I was pretty I was pretty uh pretty thin back then as well. Uh maybe we that's why were. we bonded. Um yeah. we, we were the, the furthest thing from frat bros and and yeah, I think uh but I think we we looked at each other as people that uh kind of got it as far as our, our pledge class goes and, and yeah. we yeah we just clicked. We That's why I over. like Chris, man. Yeah, That's exactly. It. I just get it. And we had a shared love of uh, cats. And yeah. at the time, a shared love of smoking bongs in the dorm. <laughs> yeah, that was our that was our sophomore year. It was uh, up in Walnut, uh, Walnut Hall. Is that the Walnut name? Walnut Hall, yeah. The Nut. The Nut, smoking, smoking doobies in the Nut. Just playing yeah. Mario Kart as, as sophomores in college do. Yeah, and that's the best thing you can do with your life, honestly. If you're a sophomore in college, <laughs> smoking doobies. We, that's the funny thing is we we joined a frat because we weren't getting chicks. And we thought, this is how we're going to get chicks. But it just turned into finding someone to play Mario Kart with and smoke weed. I definitely didn't get chicks. No. Is that the weirdest frat bonding experience you had? For, for context... We used to watch 
every night we would all gather in one person's room in the frat house that I was in. (laughs) And uh, we watched the entirety of American Horror Story, but just one episode at a time. We had a lot of the most self-control ever practiced in the fraternity house was, ah, I don't want to say that. We only one episode a night, very strictly. Yeah, that's impressive, honestly. That keeps everyone engaged. It's like a tradition. We didn't do anything like that, really. It was just a bunch of like sports nerds. That was like half of our fraternity being like, I want to be a sportscaster. And then just everyone jerking each other off about stats. And it was, uh, yeah, I I didn't really fuck with that stuff, but it's all good. It was fun when a while lasted. Oh. I did. I did remember watching uh, um, Ghost in the Shell, the anime movie, on uh, one of the big TVs in the house, and everyone who came in the room was just unhappy with me. Why do you say that? Because my my girlfriend uh, holds you in the same regard. She anytime you recommend a movie, and I say, "Hey, Chris recommended this," she's like, "Oh, well, now we're not watching it." That's, that's fair. Hundred percent. And I might as well just take that as uh, a quick little segue that I'm going to now do this every week. Chris's Movie Corner. Boom. Chris's Movie Corner. Welcome to the corner of the Peepus Room. This is where I talk about movies. Um, Boom. Not the corner the, I throw my beer cans in. The no, other the, the other corner. Uh, it's a, it's not as clean, but it's dirty in a different way. And uh, <laughs> I'll say... <laughs> I'll say uh, this week I want to suggest a movie that your girlfriend Chas would definitely not like. Barbarian. It's in theaters now. It is a horror movie, but also very funny, but also very disturbing. I had a great time seeing it in a packed theater. Everyone will be squealing with scares and delight. Go see it. It's good for the upcoming Halloween season. I've already... I went to Home Depot recently and there was already skeletons and pumpkins all over. So Halloween season has officially started. Yes, it has. So uh, that, that's the end. Now get out of this corner of the room and we're back into the main Peepus room. Um, Charlie, I wanted to ask you, uh, do you, you has your uh, apartment hunting come to fruition yet? Done, man. I think I thought we were done last week when I talked about it. Maybe not. You, we talked about it personally, but not on uh, the the pod. See, that's the problem. I, I, we talk too much that I can't remember. Also, you know, in corporate America, I kind of use just like the same talk track. It gets refreshed every week, so I also talk about the same things to pretty much everyone else in my life, and it just gets monotonous at a certain point but yes the apartment search has been concluded found a lovely spot in lincoln square um i'm really excited moving day is coming up october 1st all right well i'm happy for you and i don't want you know i don't want the peepus room to be monotonous so i'm gonna throw a nice little fun little question out to both of you guys what was the worst hangover you've ever had uh 
I could I could take this one. All I, right, I can I distinctly remember um we had we had this guy that was our social chair of the fraternity. He was in charge of leading everything. He's a bit uh, notorious of a personality, but he was really hyping up this party as like the end all be all party of our fraternity. It was our our main event, so to speak. It was called Man on the Moon. And uh it was a three-day event. We were gonna have three different sororities uh over the course of each day. And uh the night before the the three-day kickoff started, we had a little pre-bar, which was uh, I forget the sorority. Um, but we had a little just like teaser, you know, just it was on like a Wednesday or a Thursday. And uh, <laughs> I think, yeah, I think I, we, they were, they were setting up for this party, but for this little pre-bar, I just, uh, it was at, it was at a, it was at a house nearby while they were setting up for the, for the main event. And I just, uh, for some reason, didn't pace myself that night. And uh, I, I saw a girl I was really attracted to. And uh, I think out of nerves or, you know, trying to man up some confidence, I just kept drinking, kept taking shots. I was maybe encouraging people around me to take shots just to kind of lighten the mood. And as one does soon before, you know, it, I, I thought she was into me. And next thing you know, I'm just like falling downstairs and and just like clearly like just just not in a good state. And uh, and <laughs> the. The, the the animal of the house Juan was just like was just kind of carrying me around all night just trying to keep me going and and he and he took me home and I, I was just like professing to him like you know I I I really want to live with you next year and and I and he's he's just like no I, I have no interest <laughs> in that and you're a mess right in now one night that's it I'm, yeah. I'm I'm here to help you but that's it and then uh, the next day I had work and. I just, I can't remember a worse day at work. I was sitting in the, the student center where maybe a thousand people pass by you every 20 minutes. And I'm just sitting in a square praying that no one would talk to me. And every, every six or seven minutes, just wandering off to the bathroom to throw up. And Man. then I pretty much checked out of the main event party that followed over the next couple of days. Yeah. yeah. That sounds like a nice classic college, uh, bad time hangover right there. Uh, Indeed it was. I'm going to be honest. I, I had to think hard about this one because I generally don't get very hungover. Um, I don't know. I just never have. But yeah, this I, I one was a bad take- one. It was a Sunday of a Packers game. And me and Camille went out to... Uh, lunch with her friend and her friend's boyfriend and the Packer game was on, but it was like a British pub. So they had soccer on. So I had to be like the dickhead that was like, Hey, like we're in Chicago. Can we watch the bears Packers game? Um, right. They put it on and I started drinking at, at lunch, which normal, it was like a brunchy lunchy Sunday afternoon. Um, Ended up going to another place, had a couple more drinks. It was one of those days where at like three o'clock, I ordered oysters at a brewery. So it wasn't going great. And it was when Game of Thrones season eight was on, but it was early in the season. It was like season or episode two or three. So we didn't know it sucked yet. And Camille and I had been doing this tradition where we uh, would get like olives and like, 
charcuterie board stuff and always some wine. Nice. And I was trying to stay off GoPuff at the time. We get back to the apartment. I'm like, hey, there's this fancy wine store right down the street. I never go there, but this is going to be perfect. Get some wine for Game of Thrones. They drink it in the show. I drink it like same, same. It's the best show to drink wine to. Makes you so thirsty for wine. Exactly. Uh, So I go there and I'm like, hey, um, uh, like, can you recommend some bottles of wine? And they were like, what's your price range? And I was like, I don't know, nothing too expensive. And then they go to me, these are the cheapest bottles we have. And I was like, well, I am poor, but I'm not going to pretend like I am for you people. So I bought $160 worth of wine, two bottles that cost $160 total and brought them home. And I was like, yeah, Camille, let's drink these. I think she maybe had one glass and we finished both bottles of wine. So the Uh, next morning I had to get up at 6 a.m. and go to work. And uh, I remember on the drive there just being like, this is going to be the day from hell. And indeed it was. I sat in my cubicle all day. I don't think I answered one email. And then I left promptly at four o'clock and uh went home and went straight to bed so that was probably yeah. my hangover. yeah that sounds pretty gnarly a wine hangover is bad yeah that I, good to you. I don't have a very fun story leading up um i just have i don't even remember what i did that night i i but it was an ipa hangover it ah. wasn't i don't even think it was a party like i might have just been hanging out at my house and i had yeah. like six ipas which i'm not a big drinker as you guys know i can't really handle my uh beer or alcohol or uh, you know so six ipas woke up the next morning with probably the worst headache i've ever had in my life and i had one of those like showers that's like a little cubicle stall this is in los angeles by the way like is this the apartment i visited you at yes I know. And yeah, horrible shower, gross shower. I'm in there and I just had one of like the worst farts ever. That's just like a a five second long, just bubbly, you know, and you know, when you fart in the shower and it immediately goes right into your nostrils, it makes it worse. They did a Mythbusters about that. I think. Yeah. I don't get it. I need to watch that episode because it just, you fart immediately shoots right into your nostrils. That smell combined with my hangover, I immediately just threw up all over in the shower. So I don't have a fun story leading up to it, but I just remember that. And I will remember that to the day I die. Uh, Okay. We're probably about to go into the vault anyways. Into the vault. Vault, 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 vault. Um, And I know you guys have a story, but I want to tell this one too. This is embarrassing for me, but I'm going to own it. All right, let's hear it. I am what you would call an IBS boy. It's self-diagnosed, but I have had tummy tummy troubles for as long as I can remember. Uh, Some of our friends were in town from out of state, and so we all went to brunch one morning. And it had like the build your own uh, Bloody Mary bar. So it was like 
cold cuts and olives and pickles if you're into that shit. And Yummy. Very Wisconsin. It was in Chicago, believe it or not. We were supposed to go to one place, and Sam was like, we don't need a reservation, bro. And I was like, I think we might need a reservation. Didn't get one. Got to our first place. Not available. Went to this place as a backup. Still great. Um, but we all hopped in the car of the person who was driving, who was not drinking, mm-hmm. later that that uh, morning after we were done. And I farted in the car and we were packed in like two people in the trunk and it smelled so bad that somebody puked in the back of the trunk of the car. Oh yeah. We love a good fart in a closed space story. It is what it is. Cause farts are gross. They're funny. What happens happens if you fart in the peepus room? It never leaves. It it stays here forever, and it just adds to the layers of peepus. That's why we're both wearing nose plugs right now, because Joe's farts just are circulating through the closed vent system. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, we didn't tell you before. Yeah, I was, I was, I figured. That's why I yeah. asked. <laughs> um, All right. You guys well, have prepared an into the vault story. Yeah, we have a nice little into the vault story. We do. It's it's so good that I just asked my girlfriend to put on headphones so she wouldn't hear it because she's <laughs> genuinely right next to me. <laughs> so uh, to start off, basically, it was around Halloween. This is maybe like four, four or five years ago in Los Angeles. And I have a friend who's a DJ um, who she was like, oh, I'm playing this warehouse party. You should come. Here's the ticket link. Very LA. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, what's what's this thing? I send it over to Cole. If, ask if he's down. It's like it says it's like Halloween sin night. <laughs> you know, like sexy pictures. And I'm like, that's twenty bucks. Like I'm down to listen to some dubstep in a warehouse. Um. So we're we're like we're in. We're gonna dress up like goth guys. Um put on some eyeliner so we look hot <laughs> and uh we're gonna go and the day of cole got an offer to go to a usc football game at the rose bowl so we're like perfect let's start off that night at the rose bowl oh, and a wholesome football game Could yeah be more wholesome yeah. than that yeah and honestly rose bowl great venue for a football game very cool I would go to another game there in a heartbeat. Honestly, I remember being very bored. It was UCLA, not USC. And oh, yeah, you're right. I feel like half the stadium was was gone before halftime. I thought you were going to say half the stadium was USC fans, and they just didn't realize <laughs> it was a UCLA game. Yeah. it. Uh, I don't know. It, it was a beautiful venue, but not. Uh, it's not uh, a powerhouse school where everyone's really into it and getting wasted. Yeah. That was my bad. UCLA, because they have to drive an hour and a half to get to their stadium from sure their do. campus. It's pretty That's wild. Tough. But yeah, it was kind of a boring game. What was it against like Cal or something? ASU. I don't oh, yeah. I don't fuck Utah know. State. Uh, ASU but, and Utah State are probably the two furthest away based on reputation. So one of them. One of them. So we get. We drive back from the game. I think I drop my car off at my place and we Uber over to downtown, which is where all these 
these uh, warehouses are. Get in line, you know, people are dressed up for this, but like not super sexy. Like to varying degrees of Halloween. Yeah. To choose uh, your own horror sex dungeon yeah. theme. <laughs> well, yes. So we get in there and um, they're like, oh, are you VIP? We're like, no, we paid 20 bucks. Like we're not VIP. So we get in and it's nice. It's divided. This warehouse is divided in half. The front area is where the DJ is and the bar. So we get some drinks that were like way too expensive. Obviously we're listening. My friend comes on and DJs We're like, okay. And on the other half of this was this like, you know, gauzy curtainy, like lacy mesh stuff that was separating it. So you can't see what's on the other side. They're like, that's the VIP section. We're like, all right, we're, we don't care about that. So we're having a good time, drinking a little bit, listening to the music. My friend gets done. She comes over and says, what's up to us. And then she goes, she's like, you guys want, I've got VIP wristbands. Like, do you guys want to go over to the VIP? We're like, sure. Why not? You guys so, were exuding VIPness, and that's why she wanted to get you in there. Yeah, she was being nice. She's like, "You guys came to see me. You paid to come to this yeah. thing." Like, Hopefully, was, that's that's important to mention. Is is we came out there to support a friend. We weren't on Craigslist scouring for LA sex dungeon parties. <laughs> we were just we were just there to support a friend, have a few drinks to to kind of finish off a, a, a college football game. Yeah, it, it it was uh an innocent, you know, Halloween night. An excuse and, to put on some eyeliner and our, our classic metal tees. Yeah. So, so we get these wristbands on and we walk through this divider and we yeah. step in and it's just people tied up on racks getting whipped. Just fucking people fucking with strap-ons. Like we were immediately just like, oh, oh wow, we're we're in it. We're in so this is a real life sex dungeon. Yeah, pretty much. Which is um, all, all consensual. Yeah, exactly. Hundred percent. And definitely, everyone there was down for. You know, it wasn't like, oh yeah, come join. It was just like we're doing our thing. This is what we like. You know, there wasn't like any crazy, like people just coming on stuff. It was just people like doing their BDSM shit and like having like rainbow dildos and, you know, doing, doing their thing. And, you know, it was a little odd, but we were like, well, we're here. We might as well take it in for a few minutes. Might as well take a glance around, take a lap. That's yeah. a very big um, uh, seize the day, carpe diem type of moment. Right. We're like, we we want to, you know, we're not going to jump in or ask to join, but let's just melt into the wall and be exactly. some creepers for a bit because that's <laughs> allowed. In that that's, I think that's what was expected. There was like, yeah. a, there was a divide between like, there are people here that are performing and they have like exhibits and there are like, men watching and girls <laughs> watching. And I feel like the girls had like some, some like initiative that they could like kind of jump in and out, but guys, it was like, 
Yeah. Okay. No one, I, no as, one. As, as expected, like guys, no one wants your dick out. Like just, right. exactly. just, just stand there. There right. weren't guys. Again, just we're a pro consent it. podcast. So like no one should just be jumping in or out, but yeah, there, there was no wanking in the background. No, it was no. all very respectful, but still definitely not what I expected to see. 100%. Like, you know, people just getting whipped in the dick and tits and yeah, crazy shit. Um, so we're like, okay, we were maybe back in the VIP for like 10, 15 minutes. And we were like, we've seen enough, you know, walk back out. We've seen enough. We want some action. We well, want to partake maybe, in some form. Maybe <laughs> we're a little uh, riled up. Um, <laughs> and we're kind of just dancing again. And uh, there was a, a lady dressed as like a sailor. Yeah, I think Sailor around. Moon, maybe. Maybe Sailor Moon. Um, and she, you know, Cole's a tall gentleman. He uh, tends to attract some uh, women based off his looks. Oh, wow. Well, it's funny you say that because I was in the middle of uh, a really, really long, prolonged cold streak. I had just gotten a new job. I hadn't really been going out much in my Tinder Bumble game was pretty weak. And uh, you know what? After drinking since 6 p.m. after we had, you know, the college game day and the, the pregame and and then drinks at the at the show and then thrust into a sex dungeon VIP section, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna be pretty bummed if I don't uh walk out of here without uh, a chance to you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, th- I think you, you scored this girl's digits and she yeah. left. Yeah. Um, an older woman. I think she may have been like in her late thirties, maybe. I would say at least 40. It was definitely the okay. oldest woman. Okay. Forties, early forties. And we get in, the, we, you know, wrap up. I say, we say bye to our friends and we get into the Uber home. We're on the way home and Cole gets a text. Uh, from this lady and we he goes let's we got to go to her place which was 45 minutes east it's like anaheim like think of how good a friend chris is but yeah i'll just uh i'll just sit in the car and 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 like tell this guy where to go and and then he can take me home after i guess yeah so so we we drop cole off way out in the boonies and i get i drive home with the Uber guy, he's upset, but we're paying him. It ended up being like a hundred dollar Uber, with which in that time was big. Like you know, Uber's really expensive nowadays, but like yeah. that was like, oh Jesus! Oh, so yeah. I, I, that's the end of my night. Yeah, I mean, there we are driving home, and I decide, you know what, I'm going to drop this much money on a chance to uh, fornicate with this woman, and there was. Uh, a small caveat attached that I, I knew going into it is that her um, boyfriend, fiance, maybe even husband uh, wanted to watch. And I was uh, just, I, get, I I would like to think just so riled up from that evening and uh, the chain of events that had occurred leading up to it that I was like, you know what? Okay. I'm, I'm trying to, and she says she's trying to. <laughs> so Let's see what happens. And I uh, I walk in. It's, it's like a house house. You know, like in L.A., you're not in the suburbs. You're not seeing like decent houses, like decent neighborhoods. We're just I'm just like in a neighborhood and a house. And I'm like, OK, this is eventful. We walk up the stairs. Uh, there's like 
a Halloween size bowl of condoms. And I'm like, honestly, who has that? Who just has people that must be doing this kind of thing regularly, right? Yeah. People so that invite best, strangers home from a sex dungeon party. Right? <laughs> right. You best you best be putting that condom on. Oh yeah. One. You're in one. <laughs> so I'd probably put on four and uh you know lay down to to do my work. And uh you know, as, as I get started, you know, all the thoughts are rushing through your head. This woman's attractive. I want to do this. Uh, I might be in danger, you know, like what I could be in danger. This guy might think more could come of this. I need to focus and get out. Uh, but I'm having a hard time. It takes me a while. And uh, eventually I kind of look over. He's kind of like flicking, touching. Not, the pants are on, but he's 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 feeling himself a little. And uh, I just go, God, just, just, go, just go, just go, just close your eyes and let's end this. Uh, Power the old, through the old male way, and uh, we we did it. And uh, I just left as soon as I threw my hoodie on, walked out, and uh, <laughs> just called all my friends immediately, and just had to just explain my my thought process, try to convince myself it was okay what I had just done, and then uh, spend another hundred dollar Uber ride home. <laughs> <laughs> And that was that, it. That's that. You you wow. got out of there with your life and your empty balls. Yeah. Thank God on both accounts. <laughs> um, so we're getting down to the last three minutes here uh, for closing thoughts. Cole, I don't know how to follow that. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Um, Chris, do you have any closing thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I wanted to thank Cole for stepping in here. Uh, we'll definitely have you on again at some point, you know, close friend of the pod. And uh, to all the peepers, uh, we're getting gearing up. Our next episode is going to be our 10th episode. This is number nine. So remember uh, to send those DMs to the Instagram and we'll uh, try to get to those questions for the 10th episode. And hopefully that'll be a fun time. And let us follow you on Instagram. Chris, again, what is our handle that we're going to be following from? Uh, the, the underscore, underscore, defense defense underscore, underscore room. room. Yeah. Perfect. Cole, uh, do you have any closing thoughts for us? Uh, thanks for letting me take up so much time. Uh, always say yes when you're at a sex dungeon and really fucked up. And uh, <laughs> long live the king. Uh, I hope King Charles comes out with some fire merch. I will personally be (laughs) purchasing. Um, Cole, thank you so much for coming on tonight. Riveting. Uh, My final thoughts outside of that. I saw someone get arrested today. And I think for like the first time saw someone like put in the handcuffs and in the back of a car. I was walking down the street to go run a quick errand right after work. and. Saw the handcuffs go on, saw them get put into the cop car. I've seen cops around. I've seen stuff like that, but never seen like a full on arrest before. So I thought that was pretty interesting. What? Was anyone videotaping it for safety? I don't know. There was a lot of cops around there and I was like, I walked like a hundred feet down the street and watched from afar uh, because I did not want to get involved in that. <laughs> That's but fair. Anyway. Smart. Well, 
yeah, that's a nice little fun thing to see, Charles. Yeah, what are you going to do? Uh, everybody, thanks for coming, but get the fuck out. Yeah, don't let the door hit you on the way out. Fuck of you. the peepers. Bye, peepers. <laughs> <laughs>